Calling out all my nerds, freaks, and geeks. It's mob time. Don't chew me, cause the showtime. Go ahead and call the gang up for the one time. Rap food rhymes, got them on the line. And my life's still great, I'm doing just fine. Hands up. What's up, y'all? And welcome to the Blurred Mob, your hub for all things black and nerdy. I'm your host, Foop, joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Ralph. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get updates from the mob. And if you gamers and fans of all things entertainment are watching us on YouTube, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and turn on those bell notifications for future uploads. All right, all right. So it's just another day in the life of the Blurred Mob. So how's everybody been doing? <sighs> Pretty good. Um, just kind of getting back into things, really. What you getting back into, Ralph? I saw you've been back on your Apex grind. I yeah. saw your tweet mm-hmm. last night. I've been getting back into that after taking all of last season off. And I think two weeks of this season, I ended up missing. I finally was able to get back to gaming. So I'm trying to see when can I get back into possibly streaming. So I okay. have to decide on that down the line. But and then I saw it. that you ended up coaching somebody. How was that? Oh, no, I didn't coach anybody. Lugs coached me. Gotcha. Okay. I read the tweet wrong. I thought it was. Okay. Nah. Nah. Shout out I to Boogie. I didn't coach nobody. Shout out. I I was like, oh, Ralph coming back hard. <laughs> like he a coach now, we made it big. Oh, what? I was like, Ralph coming back strong. I am a potato. Not a potato. <laughs> yes, I am a potato. <laughs> well, you know, potatoes are potatoes are the most versatile food. We eat them a lot, yeah. and that's exactly yeah. what I am. I have mm-hmm. my moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what have y'all been? What's been up with y'all? Man, I I've been chilling. I reorganized my manga shelf. Um, it was I've pretty much been delaying that for like the past month and a half. Felt pretty good. Dedicated a couple hours to that. One of my best friends came in town, so I got to hang out with her the other day. And yeah, life's been pretty straight. Pretty straight. Okay. That's what's like up. Loving it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was just going to say, now he finally got around to readjusting his manga shelf that he's been putting off for the past couple months. Because, <laughs> man, because, man, like, the, like the, you know, I like to do ABC order. Like, I do ABC order, then I do the omnibuses, and then I do the deluxe hardcovers, and they all three of those got to be in ABC order. And I was like, man, it's just looking out of, it's just looking out of pocket right now, you know? I feel you. Maybe one day I'll get to readjusting my shelves because I have a piece of shelf that I still need to put on one of these. And now that I got the Demon Slayer manga, I think I'm going to, that's where I'm going to. Oh, your box that did come for. in, huh? Mm-hmm. Bad, bad. But just like you, I just need to find the time to, okay, let's switch everything out. Look, you might, you should start collecting Sailor Moon. You got all the Funkos to go with it. I should. I was looking for a collector's edition so I could just buy them all at one time. But they ain't got it. Yeah. I've I've <laughs> saw that. So it's kinda like I gotta get in where I fit in and find the volumes as I go. I might. I I'll consider it. But um everything else with me is pretty bit much been the same old, same old. I did see 
The Flash last night. So I know we'll do a mob review, but my two senses on it is it was in the words of Ryan, it was solid. Did you watch the Demon Slayer? Did y'all watch the Demon Slayer movie yet? That come out I mean, tomorrow, though. Black Clover movie. Black Clover movie. <laughs> like what? Oh, uh, I was finna say, like, he in the future. When the no, when you watch Demon Slayer. <laughs> like, what announcement was, did you see? We was, finna, we was finna stop the episode now. Because what you mean, the Demon Slayer episode out? We plan to talk off. about this. <laughs> but what was I about to say? I started, you remember I started Black Clover, but I couldn't get past Asta yelling all the time. So I didn't. Mm. So no, I did not watch the Black Clover movie. I've never watched Black Clover, so this oh. this is all new to me. Fair I mean, enough. once I get past him yelling, I might make it up to the movie. You don't get Possibly. past it. You don't get past mm. it. And yes. see, I... You just gotta deal with it. Maybe if I cut the TV down real low, maybe when he speaks, <laughs> it'll just sound like regular people talking. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh my goodness. But yeah, that's my two senses on the flash. Currently in my head it's a seven out of ten. But um mm. you'll see my true score when we do the mob review for it. Bad, bad, but bad. Um, I feel like it's gonna fall. You said what? I feel like it's gonna fall. It it might. Honestly, like once we sit down and have a discussion and like process it, mm-hmm. it might. I'm I'm at a hard seven right now. Okay. So um, I'm also going to see the blackening tonight. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. Mm, I forgot that came out. I've only seen one review on it, but it's but the one review I have seen is very positive. Like mm-hmm. it's okay. real funny. Um the jokes hit. The premise was there. So so I'm excited. Scary movie kind of feel. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's answering that question of what would black people do in a scary movie is what I've been told. Okay. Isn't there a movie called The Awakening? Is it is it what it's based off of? I don't it, know much about that. Okay, so now the scary movie The Awakening does sound familiar. If that is what it's based off of, that that'll be interesting too. Hmm. Hmm. Something to keep in mind. Yeah, so I'll definitely keep that in mind when I go see it tonight. Okay. Hmm. But um, <laughs> let's get into it. We don't have a lot of topics today. Um, it's been as planned. you guys know, summer is showcase season, so we have to talk about these showcases that have went down in the past couple weeks. I want to start with. Um, Apple's WWDC 2023 showcase. We got a lot of new features coming for iOS 17. We got some new uh, hardware coming. They premiered a new MacBook, new Mac computer, uh, new chips for it. Um, and then we'll get to this in a minute. But they, the biggest thing that came out of it was the Apple Vision Pro headset. But I do want to backtrack a little bit before we touch on that. Um, was there anything other than the headset that caught you guys' attention at the at, showcase? 
Episode if an Android case. user know. <laughs> I, I, that Vision Pro is all I'm here for. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I don't think anything really stood out as a long thing, but if I would have to pick, it would probably be the live voicemail. I said that's like that's been around before on 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 landline phones, so I thought it was as far as Apple innovation, I thought the live voicemail thing was dope because mm-hmm. it's kinda because the phone app out of everything that they've updated that the phone app always stays the same. So the big thing that I saw as far as the iOS 17 updates is that they're adding some big improvements to the phone app itself. And the live voicemail thing was one of it. And I thought it was pretty dope because you could actually see the voicemail on your lock screen without having to unlock your phone, go to the phone app, go to the voicemails tab, and then see the transcribed voicemail. Yeah. So having it right there on the lock screen when somebody leaves you a voicemail, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the other iOS 17 things that popped out to me, um, the contact poster, it stood out to me because I could already see this being funny as hell. So yeah. the contact poster thing is you setting your contact photo for when you call somebody, not them setting it for you. You set it. So when you call somebody what you want pops up on their phone. And I can already see this being <laughs> funny be as hell. That, <laughs> that, could, <laughs> that could get really bad. That could yeah. get really bad. Exactly. A lot of, I mean, can you block you it? At it? Block the contact photo? or block Like, can you make it to where even if someone sets their own photo, you don't receive that? So I, I don't think, know. I think what Ryan is trying to get at is like the explicit stuff. That folks be trying to, yeah, add maybe in yeah. their pictures. Like I don't yeah. want to be in the middle of a church and like somebody want to be a little funny that day, and now I got yeah. genitalia popping up on my phone during the sermon. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's why. Can I block that? That's unacceptable. <laughs> I don't. So when I read it, I didn't see anything about users can opt out. Like if I don't want to see your contact photo, I don't have to. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I won't say pretty sure. I am going to be optimistic and hope that there is something in place that you can shut this off, that you right. can opt out of it. Just, it- just, just because of stuff like that. That's the exact example that you gave, Ron, is the reason why, to me, contact photos would be funny as hell. Because y'all play too much for stuff like that. <laughs> Also, I want to know: It does it does it have to be a person who's your contact? So, like, if I call you, like, if I get me a new iPhone and I just mm-hmm. call you from my random iPhone, set my contact, but you're not saved in it, you know, you ain't got my iPhone number saved. Will my photo still pop up, or is it just for people you got saved as contacts? That I don't know either. I mm. assume that I don't know how it's gonna work for people who are not saved. It also could be possible that they show up the number and then the contact photo. So it's like if Ralph got a new number and I don't recognize Ralph's number, but his contact photo pops up and I was like, oh, this is Ralph. He probably has a new number. But then that could be misleading too. What if I'm just prank yeah. calling you and I said it to Ralph's image? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, 
it's the same conversation that we had last year with the editing text message stuff. Like it's yeah. always a risk with these new updates. I don't know Apple going to the extreme. But you got you got to think with the extreme. Wonder, you know, millions of Apple users connected. out there. Yeah, you're I right. wonder if it's connected to your that Apple profile thing. So, Ralph, you know when somebody texts you from a new number, and then they the little bar thing comes up with like their Apple name, like that default picture that they said in their Apple name, and you can click on it and save their number. I yeah. wonder if it's connected to that. Mm. Potentially. And it's and it's like this is not something that you could it's something that's attached to like your your Apple profile. So whatever you set up there, that's what controls the contact poster. Mm. I could see that. I could see it. I don't the because thing is Apple never really gives a whole bunch of detail behind what goes on they just give us enough to kind of get excited for and kind of question start to throw things up pretty much what we're doing now mm-hmm. so it's, it's going to be interesting and you know what though i got we got to shout out apple apple really controls their marketing to the utmost extreme like mm-hmm. yeah like one thing about apple i was watching a deep dive video and it was referring to wwdc and it was talking about how when Apple markets, there are certain terms they don't use. Like at WWDC, they don't use AI as a term. They don't use AR, VR. They don't use terminology like that because they don't even want you to connect their devices to that. They use spatial it, yeah. technology. They spatial say spatial computing. Tech and all, all these different machine, terms. Machine yeah. learning. Knowing that the regular person don't know what that is, and anybody in tech knows what that is, but the regular person, which are the people buying iPhones, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, so pristine. But I'm like, mm-hmm. this stuff is, some of this stuff is problematic. <laughs> some of this stuff got they issues. Definitely, they definitely, like, the way that they visualize the contact photo, it seemed really fun. Like, ooh, right. I could set my photo. Like, I want my photo to be real cute so people could see me. And they'd be like, oh, look at this cute picture of food calling me. But then the conversation that we just had, like, this, this could go left. Like, real, like, like go left. Got- like y'all too optimistic about how people act. Have y'all not been on social media? <laughs> like right. what? I think I I think there's always a risk with like technical updates, but I could only hope that this as lighthearted as they promoted it is as lighthearted as the masses would use it. You are gonna have a few bad apples that are gonna take advantage of it, but I hope the masses see it as lighthearted and fun as they promoted it. I feel like it I feel like there should be like two um accessibility options. One, whether or not you want to receive it in general or not. And if you want to receive it in general, do you want to pick out the specific people you can receive it from? Like, oh, yeah. if I connect this to like if Ralph calls me and like all y'all stuff is connected to an Apple ID, correct? Like past your phone numbers, everything's connected mm-hmm. to an Apple yeah. ID. Anything from this Apple ID can show me their picture. But that's it. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully there's some features like that. I am being optimistic to hope that there is an opt-in, opt-out feature Mm -hmm. with this. They also said that spam, anything that they detect as spam calls will not be able to do that. Do the the contact photo thing. Fair. So, they did mention that. 
Because a spam call is going to be like, oh, this is Amazon telling you that someone used your bank card. Give us your bank card information so that we can or like, check. <laughs> or even if we want to go into like phishing attacks. And it's, it's, it's a different name for when you do it over the phone. Phishing is email. But as a scammer or, you know, whatever, I take a, I go on your Instagram. I screenshot a picture of your closest friend and call you from a random number. You seeing your friend on the contact photo, you just pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, girl, I got a new cash app. Send me about fifty dollars <laughs> to this specific cash app, <laughs> right? So I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that there are opt in, opt out features, and the fact that they mention spam calls specifically, I'm hoping that they're boosting whatever algorithm that they have to decide what's a spam call and what's not a spam call. I hope that's like beefed up for anybody who tries to abuse it. Yeah. That's it is security interesting. Security got to be on point. Yes, security yeah. got it has to be on point. And they can use some AI to make sure that people don't put like really graphic images as their pictures. Like they could integrate that if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um. Other thing I saw that was pretty cool, but not like groundbreaking stuff. The offline maps feature. Seem pretty cool. I did um, like that because there's definitely some dead zones. Yeah, and, you and it it was like you can preset, like you could set your spot and save it, save your location that you want to go to, and then as you're driving, like what Ralph was saying, you end up in a dead zone or something like that. You don't lose that GPS connection. I'm not going to be the Android user that says we already had that, but I do want to ask, do Apple users mostly use Apple Maps? Because a lot of the Apple users I've met typically use Google Maps. Like, do y'all prefer Apple Maps? I don't use Apple Maps because Apple... I haven't used Apple Maps in a long time because the first time I used Apple Maps, it didn't take me where I wanted to go. So I was like, okay. She said, you one and done. One time, two minutes. Yeah, one time. <laughs> so I usually, I usually use Google Maps, but I have um, rode with some people who use Apple Maps, and I can tell there's been some improvements to the application versus when I used it and decided, no, nah, I'm not using yeah. okay. Apple Maps. So. Same for you, Ralph, or are you kind of like in between? Uh, I use Apple Maps pretty much a good 90% of the time. The only time I really use Google Maps is when, A, we're all on a trip together or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. to kind of keep up with everybody. Because you, know. you know you can do that location. You remember that location thing we did at yeah. DreamCon? Yeah. yeah, that was smart, actually. We got to do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I think so, I got I, mean, I got lost from y'all and I had to track y'all. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I mean, Apple has really came a long way with their maps. Like now, you can set markers for, um, say you see a police officer sitting somewhere, and you can set a marker for it, and it will let other Apple Map users know that you know you're coming up on a speed a speed trap or something like that. Or say, for instance, like they Google get a lot better got, with their directions. Google. Too. I, I hate I to be that. wrong. I, I hate I to know. be wrong. I know. 
But to Ralph's point, but to Ralph's point is that some of these common features that should be included, Apple is getting there. Because even the step away from the maps, the now with FaceTime where you can send audio or video messages to somebody don't answer the phone, we already know Duo had it. But it's just one of those things that, okay, y'all are taking in this common sense stuff and adding it to the apps. So mm-hmm. we're Duo's called Google Meet forward. now, by the way. Yeah, it's Google Meet. They be changing I, all day stuff. Look. New logo, I feel everything. Them. I know, cause I was I was, I was looking for the duo did. call thing and realized it was the Google Meet button. And I was like, sure. <laughs> it's cause they it, kind of like Apple. They just want it all to be colorful, look like an image with the rainbow inter- interlocked into it. I like think it's-, it's because I think it's they want to switch. Cause was Duo always owned by Google or did Google buy Duo? Yeah, Duo Duo's Google software, but. Deep dive. Google goes through. Um, will have the same app modified and change the name because it used to be Hangouts. Hangouts yeah. used to be what Kick was, but Hangouts had a video chat feature. Then they made Google Messages and Google Duo, which were separate. But then they came out with um Google Voice. Duo modified became Google Meet, and you still got like Google Messages somewhere, but it's just called Messages, and you got a green one and you got a blue one. They just they will kill projects, update projects, and make new projects, and it's they're kind of slow to like update you on it all, like tell you about it and let you know what's really going on. Okay. Especially since I got Samsung, so like a Pixel phone will probably have all of the updates first, and you can see it as it changes. While Samsung, we gotta kind of get it a few days later, and then the colors will change. We don't really know what's going on. Okay. But the big talk of WWDC was the Apple Vision Pro. And hey, we had listen. we had a lot of boos, we had some yays, and it was some people like, why is it this high? I think because when I watched the video, when they when I watched the video that laid out everything that you could do with it, um, all of and, and even when they went into the design. Like it's two chips in that MFR. The they had to build something um for the like the resolution. They it was like when they really broke it down, I was like, I get it. Because Camera. the amount cameras at the bottom, cameras on the inside tracking your eyes, cameras at the right. top, cameras on the outside, all of that. And when you put it in perspective of the stuff that you would have to buy physically to replicate that could equal, if not more, than the price of the headset. So I was like, $3,500 is a lot, but it to me it made sense. When they broke it down of like all the things that you can do with it, all the features, all the tech, the processing, everything that went behind it, I was like, okay, it makes sense. All right. uh, also, another thing about Apple that people forget because you can finance an iPhone for two years. Apple is not meant for the average consumer. Like this ain't to bring like classism and all that other stuff in there. Apple is really marketed towards like upper class people. 
like everything they make that has pro is not meant for a regular person. Like the Mac, the Mac t- t- um, Tower PC, that's not meant for a regular PC um, connoisseur. That's meant for people working at Disney and um, mm-hmm. Hulu and Paramount to make um, 3D videos and do their video editing with 4K, 8K cameras. That was meant for them. This VR, this, well, it's actually an altered reality helmet, spatial tech. This isn't meant for a regular person. This ain't meant for no college student. This ain't Man, meant for somebody working it, our jobs. This is meant for a random millionaire who wants it to relax. And when you said that, when they got to the part of the video where it was screen right here, screen right here, screen right here, and people clicking it, like, and I, all I saw in my head was Tony Stark, and I was like... Exactly. <laughs> Ex- like, no controllers. Like, you can... Like, I watched a test video, and, like, literally, you're doing this to, like, drag and drop, plus press mm-hmm. a button, and because they're tracking your eyes, they know exactly what you're looking at. You look to the left at did your you text see, messages, click, and you clicked on the exact you, one you was looking at. Did you see the the FaceTime thing? Mm-hmm. So, basically, when you do FaceTime, you take, is you're supposed to take the helmet off, and they have some type of machine learning thing that scans your face. So then when you put the helmet on and you do FaceTime, the people on FaceTime see your actual face. They don't see you with a headset on. And they're using machine learning to, like, track your reactions and all that other stuff. And I was like, yo. And the images you're seeing is, like, 4K. So when you're sitting up in there and you can basically make it to where you're looking at a 32-inch TV screen in front of you or a big screen like Mm -hmm. a movie theater, 4K. And somehow they condensed it so your eyes can recognize all of that. And the uh the Crazy. sound, the way that they are porting, man. That's not I for mean, the average consumer. That's not. That, that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like the amount of money that you would have to spend replicating it using computers, mm-hmm. monitors, cameras, lighting, headphones, all of that. By the time you finish buying all of it, you probably have already paid for the Vision Pro, if not more. Yeah, and, and then even with the dial, because it's technically not a VR helmet, but how the dial on the side makes it to where you can fully immerse yourself into what you're seeing. Because originally mm-hmm. it's like you got a cutout, and now you can be like, "Oh, I'm in the mountains, or I'm in an office," because I turned the dial to fully maximize what I'm seeing. That mm-hmm. is some high end technology. They bro. said they use they said they use spatial something to recognize certain objects, like basically to like get a layout of your area just so they can fully immerse whatever content you're watching to fully immerse you in it to make you feel like you're actually there. Like there is some high level hardware behind mm. this headset. Like it, it's it's almost unfair to call it a headset. It is a mobile PC on your face. And Basically. it's not and it's not a cell phone plugged into your face like with the phones where you put them into the AR helmets. No, way, way more intense than that. Like it come with its own battery and everything. And did you see the part about with the MacBook? Like they had a part where the girl was at a hotel. Like the way that they marketed it was top tier because she was like, like the way they set it up, like she was at a hotel, like preparing for a conference or something. So she had like the presentation right here, some notes right here, two people on her team on FaceTime right here. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And then they had the part where 
she had sat down on the hotel bed and she was on her MacBook and the headset automatically connected to the MacBook and the screen blacked out on the MacBook and then just came up like the way that you would see it if you were using the Vision Pro. And I was like, yo. Now, question. What, so the thing that was hooked on their right side is that the battery pack? Yeah, it dangles no, from your the, back. the thing that had the cord hanging from it. Uh, yeah, it was a cord oh, hanging to it. Yeah, that's the, okay. that's the battery pack. I thought like you smoked the dial. Yeah, like if you okay. walk away and you have the battery pack plugged in, I think it lasts like two hours. Yeah, so you 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 could get you have to have the battery pack in your pocket. You got to walk around with that joint. Like, if you're doing, like, anything physical, like the example I said with the girl walking around, having all her pictures and photos and stuff like that, that would be mm-hmm. something you would have to have in your pocket. But, like, if mm-hmm. the other example, like, if you were sitting down watching a movie, they also show, like, playing games and stuff like that, you could probably have it plugged up okay. in a stationary spot and do your, your business. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they they do have competitors now. They got the Quest 2 Pro. They got the PlayStation VR 2. They got the HP Reverb G2 and the HTC Vive Pro 2. I would say one thing that they have, at least for me on the Oculus, is the back part of the VR Pro looks like it'll be extremely comfortable if you had to keep it on for a long amount of time. Because the way that oculus is set up like after a certain point it doesn't feel really comfortable like around your head once you keep it on for a long time Mm -hmm. and and i would argue i would argue technically those aren't their competitors in a sense that they're not trying to take their audience the oculus audience the playstation vr audience apple ain't targeting them Mm -hmm. they going for the millionaires who just want a high end because like it has a lot of features but casually, even the people who can't afford this, what are they really going to use it for? Probably just to enjoy a movie. Yeah, take pictures. Movie. It can play. They might play some video games with it just to say I got it. Like it, it's it's really a trial they, in my opinion. I think they're I mean, really going for people who like. I think they're really going for like business execs. Like the that specific example that I keep referring to, I really think that they're going for like business execs that travel a lot have to like collaborate with a whole bunch of people like how can I do this on the fly how can I do this without having 16 laptops or 18 tabs open at the same time cuz still they still show 2K which is a popular game one of one of probably the popular games that people will play and go to which is pretty much the same every year but the people who play 2K on a regular basis can't afford it that's what I'm like, and that's not attacking them, but like the guys who are in college playing 2K, Apple's not marketing this to them. They're marketing it to probably the eccentric business executive who might play 2K for like an hour a week because he always on a plane somewhere, going somewhere, doing something. Or the content creators that actually make the content that people watch. I I wanted to bring that up. Like I was seeing the way that it was set up. I was seeing it from like a content creator perspective. Like that would be really dope for them. Like you have, you have your game right here. 
based on the machine learning thing, like people watching you is not going to see you with this headset on. They just going to see your face. You got your comments coming in right here. You can have your social media up right here. And I was like, that would be a dope setup for a streamer. Yeah. The major all they ones, was missing definitely. was showing how Twitch yeah. would look. Really, that's all that was missing. Yeah. yeah, but it's interesting though because they didn't really tackle the science. Because I think when Microsoft announced the Hololens, they was talking about like the ambitions for it. Where like once um the technology matures, surgeons can use this and essentially have a device on their face, like saying oh, this blood vessel connects to this. This portion of the brain is this part. This is the um error. It shouldn't look like this. We're doing a heart surgery. This is a separation from an artery to a vein and all that different stuff. Right. I'm surprised they didn't go into that. But I think it just goes back to your point that Apple targets a specific yeah. group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think you said this one time, the last time we had an Apple conversation is that Apple is a... I forgot what kind of company you called it. Luxury brand. It it wasn't luxury. It was something specific. I don't want to call it entertainment, but it was something along the lines of that. That they're not really in it to like push technology into like, oh, look what we can do in the medical field. Look what we could do in this field. This is more so. Look yeah. of how you can consume your entertainment in a different type right. way. Yeah, they they don't present themselves in that way. Like this is, I I want the l- most luxurious high end form of entertainment, and that's Apple. Right. That's right. Apple. Right. In some cases, you can't. It's functional. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, high end luxury entertainment. Mm-hmm. I would buy it if I could. Don't get me wrong. If I could afford this, <laughs> I'd be trying to be hey, a ready player one. I would I'm never done. buy a t. I would never buy a TV again. Never. And, Never, and, bro. and the other part of it that I thought was really cool is that one thing I noticed with the Oculus, like once you put it on and they put you in that, that little meta area, if there's somebody talking to you, you can't see them. Like they're not in the space with you. The one, the first thing that they showed with the Vision Pro is like, yeah, I'm in my spatial whatever with right. my screen and my apps. But if Ryan walks up to me like this, I can turn around, clearly see Ryan in my space. We having a conversation, but I I still have my screen. I don't have to exit out of that space to talk to him. You're Tony Stark. You literally become Tony Stark with Jarvis. Basically. Now, since y'all are saying y'all would buy it, what if Apple decides to make it leasable? Like you can pretty much do monthly payments with Afterpay or something. I mean, you can. I mean, you can do that now. Th- they already yeah. have. They already have them at Afterpay thing. That's why they oh, created what? the Apple credit card. <laughs> that's why they're <laughs> going. They already. They already got. They already got it. Like it was. I don't know. I forgot what they're calling it. But Ryan's exactly right. Like if you get an Apple card, you can buy Apple products and pay monthly payments on it. Yeah. That's a two-year, $150 a month plan, which is financially why I wouldn't recommend regular people getting it because that just traps you in debt and some other stuff. But this is not Mm -hmm. a financial advice platform. But but you could get away with doing that. And that's exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a couple of college students who does the same ones who get the first pair of sneakers that drop who are going to be walking around this and they're paying it off. You're going to see a few, just a couple. 
Yeah. What, is it going to be me, though? No. I think no. the fact that they debuted <laughs> the Apple Afterpay feature first and then was like, hey. There we go. VR Pro, 3500 But look what you but 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 you don't have to buy it all in all one payment. Control and <laughs> marketing. You, you getting it? It's all connected. <laughs> Apple is real smart. I don't like them, but I hats off to them. Amazing company with some amazing marketing. Yeah, the way they market some of this stuff is just that video for that Vision Pro. Because when I first saw it, and I was like, $3,500, you must have lost your goddamn mind. But then I watched the video. <laughs> and now you're like, $3,500 ain't that bad. But then I watched the video. <laughs> there you go. But-, but I was like, but then, like, once I watched the video, I was like, I get it. Because, like, by the time that you buy, everything to replicate what's going into this um headset you're gonna pay about the same amount so i got a question for y'all what's the future for this looking like like this is stuff that people scientists movie buffs um conspiracy theorists predicted years ago years ago tvs on your face and blah 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 blah. we started getting that like six years ago Google tried creating the Google Glasses. We still got Snapchat glasses. What's it going to look like when this Apple Vision Pro, when Google, Dale, Microsoft, they start making consumer-friendly versions? Or in 10 years when the chips get small enough and the cameras get small enough, and now they look like regular glasses like yours were on right now, Foot, and the cameras are built into the screen? What's that going to look like? We living in Wally. <laughs> You said what, bro? We're going to have a chip in our head by the time we Elon's already that. creating that. Elon yeah. already creating that. He don't have no good tests behind it, though. I, I don't understand how that even got approved based on the test results. Money got it Money, approved. Influence. Grants. I would say just because of that, I would I see the future of this. If they don't vet, like, when you brought up the consumer friendly part of it, like if they don't really look into and vet these consumer friendly versions that could come out in the future, mm-hmm. we yeah. might see some, we might see some issues. Yeah. I, I could definitely see Because that. even because you have to look at the cybersecurity part of it. Like yeah. what's, these consumer friendly right or even with the i i don't really see i could see apple but i kind of don't i could see like the consumer friendly version like how easy is it going to be to hack into these headsets eh, apple is decently good with their security to where i that's, wouldn't that's be what, upset that's yeah. that's what i was saying like i don't see it happening with apple but then if we get down into google we get down into dell like we are we already know the cybersecurity risk when it comes to just the computers, the operating systems, everything like that. Like, how does that play into the headset? It's going to be like no. cyberpunk. Once you got the built-in robotic eyes and everything, someone's <laughs> going to look at you and they're a net runner and they're going to hack into your stuff. You got on your helmet and you're like, who is this in my fi- in my peripherals? Can I take it off? Not sealed. You're stuck. Now, I think to step back from the blurred standpoint and go into a technical standpoint, I feel like they're just going to create their own coding language for it. 
if it, if it comes down to security being that big of an issue, they're just going to create their coding language, just like Apple did. They created mm-hmm. their own coding language yeah. specifically catered to their own devices. That's and true. they haven't really had many cybersecurity issues since they did that. And Google and Amazon have fixed some of their stuff. Like, remember when they was hacking to yeah. folks' Alexas and stuff? That was some years mm-hmm. ago. That, yeah. Oh, I'm not talking to you, Google, stop. Like, Bill, <laughs> no, because I just see her. She's still, t- she's still typing. Like, she's still typing. Like, actively record. I have the nation of mine they cut on. I, sh- I should just say, but she going to keep going. But, you know, Amazon fixed their stuff to where it couldn't get hacked. Google stuff never really had any major incidents. My whole thing is what's going to happen when all this stuff is so super connected. Like, what's going to happen when this... Apple headset five years down the line, ten years down the line, it gets more polished, and you got your Apple Watch in front of it. So you pull up your watch while you got the headset, then those screens pop up, <laughs> or you got your phone, and then that screen slides over like Jarvis and all this other stuff because they're so interconnected. That's gonna be dope, bro. The Apple so, TVs and everything. It's been small instances of things getting done like that. Like I don't know if you guys seen the restaurants that are testing out. Um, augmented reality as far as ordering your food, you get to see it in person mm-hmm. of how it looks before you actually get it. Um, I know it's been at least 10 years, but I don't know if you guys remember the keyboards that you could actually type on your desk. It was just mm-hmm. like, you know, a projected screen of a keyboard. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much going to be a mix of both of those. Yeah, man. So <laughs> we've been coming down the line, getting closer to it. And we we got about... 10 years before they try to make it real tiny. 15 to 20 before they're as tiny as um, Foop's glasses right now. Yeah. and Because we already got cameras behind phone screens and everything and a Galaxy's integrating that. It, give it a few more years. Just a few yeah. more years. We're going to be hey, a lot chi- Hey, them chips big as hell. So they, they got a couple years before they can make them giants yeah. smaller. <laughs> I'll say 15 okay. to 20 before two, they about the size of the glasses. Two of them. So the first in it today is two chips. The first thing they got to do is how do we make this one chip? Yeah. That's the first. That's the first thing they got to do. That's they got to take turn like five two, to eight years. They got to take the two chips and turn it into one. The second thing is okay. How do we make the chip smaller, but keep the same processing and power running? Right. Like mm-hmm. they got they they still got some things to work on before they ever look like this. <laughs> Before I ever got- put some Ray Bans <laughs> on my face and be Tony Stark for real. <laughs> I mean, Snapchat already it, making its way slowly but surely. And Snapchat I think it was got the another company version. that had some glasses. But, yeah, see I've seen through. the Snapchat glasses, but they, they're thick, though. That's, I could see it to where the frame is, like, no thicker than my OtterBox phone. Like, it'll be about that thick, and it's going to look kind of goofy. And it's just gonna be like some thick black frames. I could see that happening in like ten or twelve years. Yeah. yeah. They not gonna look cool. They gonna look real goofy. They might not even go over your nose right. Like that nose bridge might be thick and rectangular. Mm-hmm. But that's progress. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see. I'm very interested to see the consumer friendly versions of yeah. the pro. Donate to that coffee Kofi link so the blurred mob can get some Apple Vision Pro, you guys. <laughs> link below. <laughs> Man. We will tell you oh. firsthand how this turned out. We'll Fact. stream it. 
We'll hey, stream it. We'll hey, stream yeah, it. We'll stream it. Third person, first person view, all of that. All of that. <laughs> we'll stream it. 3500 Link in bro. the bio. <laughs> Video games, bro. Movie experiences, they finna go crazy when people... Hey, people the movie... The So the video game part of the trailer wasn't that convincing to me. It wasn't. But that movie, the demonstration of like the movie, yeah, mm-hmm. they had me. They had Making me Making the screen as big as you want. Big bro. as you want. Actually feeling like you're in the movie. The lighting changing based on the environment. Like, that sold me. It's going to be crazy. Okay. I honestly don't. I I won't say I honestly don't think. I feel like going back to Ralph's point, I think they should have picked a different game than 2K to demonstrate that you can play games on it. They had to pick something neutral, but you I you know at the I know we're going to get into like games later, but like that Assassin's Creed Nexus thing where they show like three like virtual reality Assassin's Creed, they picked a game like that. Or something since Ubisoft mm-hmm. is a multi-platform and you ain't necessarily picking a side between Sony and Microsoft. I think that would have been really cool to see what that would look like. I think they should have picked something other than 2K. Because I was like, I don't really play 2K. I mean, it's it's cool. I can play games on it, but yeah. 2K didn't really say, ooh, games. It, like <laughs> it, it, It's a popular game. It's sports. I, no, I, Call I, of Duty's I, violent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if if yeah. if we want to put it into perspective, yes, 2K is the safest choice out of games you could have put in this marketing video. The only other thing could have been like Fortnite, but Fortnite's everywhere. Everybody markets Fortnite as their like virtual reality or high end yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel you. I'm not mad mad that they put 2K. It was just like for me. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, sure. But Shit. She said, y'all couldn't do the, the Arkham Knight? Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Spider-Man. Like, come on. <laughs> hey, ooh, virtual reality Spider-Man swinging. Like, you could have you just shown 15 seconds of Miles or Peter swinging across New York, and that would have been it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been it for me. Like, you don't have to show them fighting. You don't have to show the enemies. You don't have to show none of that. Just none of that. seeing them whip, whip across New York. <laughs> That down payment we right now. Oh, for real, four hundred dollar down payment. I don't even want the monthly to be one fifty. Drop it one twenty five. Facts. Oh man! But I do want to move on to our next topic. Um, staying on the topic of games, we did get some more game showcases this past couple of weeks. We got Summer Game Fest, the Xbox twenty twenty three showcase, and Ubisoft Forward twenty twenty three. Now, there are some highlights that I do want to discuss, some big things. Um, We got the Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay. We got a trailer for The Witcher 3. And we also got a release date for Spider-Man 2 with the news that Venom won't be Eddie Brock. So they're straying away from um, the comic book OG Venom. But before we Mm -hmm. touch on those three... There were some other games that were showcased at these game gaming showcases. So what stuck out to you guys? Um, um I know you saw your Alan Wick, Ralph. 
Yeah, did you watch the gameplay for that? Yeah, I did. How'd you feel about it? Um, The movement, I loved it. Um, It's a little bit more fluid. I don't know if y'all saw the side-to-side comparison um, between Mm -hmm. Alan walking through, like, by stairs versus him, like, bumping into it, like, oh, oh. Get myself back together. I mean, that's pretty much what he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's, what he did. He said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's that's an improvement. It's that's an improvement. That's what stuck out. I ain't mad at you. But no, like that was just one of the things I noticed. The flashlight has gotten an update. Um, at least on Alan Wake, the first game. You would have to swap, and so I'm interested to see if Alan will still have that ability to just swap between a gun and a flashlight, or are they going to allow him to hold both, like mm-hmm. the police officer did. But so, mm-hmm. you know, she's a police officer already trained to do that. But um, I'm interested to see how they expand upon the first story. I'm very interested to see how is this going to tie into, you know, like going down the line. Is this going to be um, is there going to be another game afterwards? Is this going to be, you know, the end of Alley Wake or, you know, I would, I would assume my assumption is they're going to continue on, probably make another one, uh, to give it a trilogy kind of feel, uh, just to finish it. But okay, I mean, I enjoy it. It still has the same eerie feeling. Okay. I definitely, it that jump scare with that, that deer man running through that wall. <laughs> yeah. That was cold. Yeah. They had to let y'all know the spooky shit is still here. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, I mean, that's that's my that's my lookout game. I'm definitely getting it. Okay, okay. I already pre-ordered it. What about you, Ryan? I'm gonna be controversial. For all of these showcases, Xbox One for the first time in forever. For the first time in a long time, Xbox One D showcases, because we're finally starting to see those 15 studios, including Bethesda, that Microsoft bought, and their games are coming out. Fable, which is an old um, fantasy RPG that Xbox had, finally coming back. Super excited for that. Avowed, which they showed one teaser trailer some years ago, looks phenomenal. Bright colors, and it's taking place in another game's universe I didn't even know about. Payday 3 looks solid. I'm glad they showed it off. But Starfield, y'all know I don't like sci-fi. Y'all know fantasy is my niche. I normally stem away from sci-fi. But that mm-hmm. 45-minute, hour-long direct where you can fly through space, customize your ship, the game, the gunplay looks solid, the companion system, the way you can recruit people to your spaceship, all the different modifications, the different worlds, it looked like Bethesda's back. Mm-hmm. And super excited for that. All the games I just named, they already pre-ordered on Amazon. I and. I definitely saw multiple. I think I would have to agree with you as far as Xbox's showcase because there was multiple. The amount of highlights that came out for PlayStation versus Xbox, Xbox had way more highlights. And these are Microsoft exclusives too, like looking really really good. Um, PlayStation. Obviously, we talked about PlayStation. I ain't going to go into Final Fantasy. I'm not going to talk about Assassin's Creed. Y'all already know I, I'm playing. Hey, but they gameplay though. It, gameplay it's back to that, the OG. That gameplay though was. You think it's gonna pull you over? I it might. <laughs> that that gameplay was 
was nice because I have played a little bit of Assassin's Creed. I just haven't finished the game, but there were mm. elements that I saw playing an older version and this new one. And then the way that they enhanced it, like that feature where you could like, you remember it was like the mission where he was on the little thing and he, he summoned them little like spirits and he like yeah. fought through all three of them. That was fire. Now fire. <laughs> now fire. Yeah. I was like, oh. It, it, it was cold, bro. Even the little bird feature, like they real, they. Oh, I wanted to bring that. Is that something new that they did? The, the animals. Yes. So around the time they made their last trilogy of Odyssey and all of them, they made it to where you could use the bird as like a recon drone. But they never had it to where oh, people can see and they'll shoot them down, and that plays into the difficulty of the game. They never did that before. Mm. I was like, that's cold. That's cold. Hey. That I want game, a fanboy. That's cool. They, I, yeah. I wanted to bring up the game. I, I just wanted to bring up the gameplay because it looked nice. It did. Join the club. They, they said they back to the basics, bro, and they, they showing out. Them Ubisoft, y'all look like y'all showing out. But hmm. I think that's most of it. X Defiant look kind of good, like a decent shooter. Most mm-hmm. shooters ain't been catching my eye lately, so I'm, I might check X Defiant out as well. Okay. And Star Wars Outlaws looked like it's an avatar. It looked, looked like some games I should keep my eyes on. Star Wars Outlaws looked okay. To yeah. Me. It looked mm-hmm. okay. Avatar, I'm not a big Avatar fan, but then even just watching like the trailer, I was like, I'm not gonna be into this. I wouldn't pay full price for it. The scene the sceneries, like the sceneries or whatever, the storyline looks compelling, like the things that you have to do. But I was like I don't think I'm going to be really into this game. Nah. It, yeah. It, <sighs> Avatar, I I had a had I had a bit of a feeling that they were going to go the game video game route for sure. Mhm. Especially with how much time they had between making movies. I know they was working on stuff in the background and this is what they was working on. Which I, is I why think they announced it a while Avatar back though, Ralph. Movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. like they they we didn't get another movie because they was also doing that in parallel. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> I think they're trying to immerse more people into the world of Pandora. Yeah. Just, just like because of Ralph said, like the movies are so spaced out, like, okay, we watched this movie and then ten years later, I don't remember what happened. Exactly. I don't I don't know. I haven't heard because they have a Pandora area in Animal Kingdom, but I haven't really been seeing a lot of buzz on that. Mm-hmm. So the game had to be the next step. It, it feels... F- I don't want to say this. May- I, I Maybe we need to talk to some real Avatar fans, but it feels kind of forced. Like, I... For everybody to say, like, Avatar, the blue people, Avatar is like this big brand, super huge. Everybody's excited for the movie. I'm not saying people ain't excited, but it, it seems like it's blown out of proportion. Like, this ain't, like, the best thing since sliced bread. At least I'm it not looked, seeing people it, say that. It looked boring to me. Yeah. Like, it I'm looked, not seeing real people love this franchise. Same. Like, anybody right. y'all follow that's not IGN, GameSpot, CNET, some big company. I just don't see people talk about Avatar on the daily unless it's anging them. Yeah. <laughs> if it's <laughs> not, if it's not anging them... I I don't I do, <laughs> anging them. I do not see the blue people on my TL. I don't. 
I want to meet an Avatar fan. Like, I I really want to meet a fan and be like, do y'all? Because I, I haven't seen them. I have not seen them, bro. I haven't seen them. The game just seemed like something that, oh, we should make a game. And, like, the, con- the concept is there. It's just, it wasn't compelling. When I was watching that trailer, it was not compelling to me. Mm. The trailer wasn't really compelling. But I was a fan of the first movie, and I felt like the first movie did good, mm-hmm. especially during the time that it came out. It did really good. They they told a complete story, and I didn't see a need for the second. Hence, I haven't seen the second at all. And I was like, okay, well, they're making another movie. They're like, okay, they're making a video game. I don't, you know, I don't too much care. It's like... They didn't give me enough to care for it yet. Yeah, it might happen down yeah. the line. Maybe if they start to make more movies and things start to make sense as to pushing the story forward. And so right now, it just kind of feels like they're doing things to kind of just maintain their relevancy for something. Yeah. yeah, I think if the movie releases were closer together, to where you know we're getting that back to back content, I think the game would have made more sense. Or as as Ron put it, it wouldn't have felt as forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like say for instance, <coughs> instead of waiting what, ten years to hear back about anything for Avatar, maybe give us a game in between that time to kind of carry your name through. Yeah. That, that that's true. Because <laughs> The theme part didn't really, I really didn't hear anything about the Pandora portion until they announced the second movie. And then that was like, oh, along with this, we are putting Pandora in Animal Kingdom. And I was like, maybe if you guys would have did that when the first movie came out and put something in there for Animal Kingdom, then it would have been something that we could continue to experience (laughs) until you guys made the next movie. And like Ralph said, if you guys would have threw a game in between there then yeah we have that continued avatar content to feed on until you guys put out this movie yeah cause like y'all they're not really like expanding the franchise like I see that they want to be like the next Harry Potter Lord of the Rings or whatever franchise like I see that they want to do that but y'all aren't bringing us into the universe like are there any extra books any short series like competition to keep the consumer's eyes like there's a lot of entertainment properties out there it like you making movies nobody's gonna beat mcu real in real life nobody not right now not in the next five ten years really and like y'all have to y'all aren't really building a community y'all it's too spaced out y'all ain't giving yeah. us nothing to cling to i would definitely agree with that their their downfall well night i wouldn't even say downfall because they're trying to make it back to where they were but that hiatus for 10 years really cost them mm-hmm. that's just like that's a content true. creator not doing anything for a year and they've been consistent for a while all your content will pretty much start to lose its algorithm it will be out of the algorithm at that point mm-hmm. yeah so you have to pretty much restart so i guess they're trying to restart where they believe they dropped the ball and maybe it's a little bit too late. Maybe it's not. I think the game would have served better if it was VR. Because we complained about how Horizon wasn't really what we thought it was. I think 
the Avatar just because of the scenery. Like, I, if I give Avatar anything, the world building looks that they have is it looks good. It, yeah, is it looks spectacular, and I think they really should have hopped on the VR wave with it. I feel like they should have done a couple of things because it's like you. <laughs> You got a really interesting sci-fi world, but even with the second movie, like, oh, all the different clans and everything, they really got into it with the video game. This is something I feel like I would have been immersed in if y'all took the time to build a real community 10 years ago or even five years ago instead of just saying, oh, we're re-releasing this amazing movie in theaters seven years, eight years later. I don't even remember it. You know how many great movies then came out that I want to re-release in theaters? You're not number one. <laughs> like, just being, just being real. That's not to be offensive, but you know, just nah, being honest. Nah, for real. Because y'all should have been dropped some books or board games or something, book, short series or something. You could have did animated content. Exactly. They probably have been exactly. Books, but I ain't been. I ain't been reading. I ain't seen them. I don't, they got books. Is not Avatar based on a book? I would assume it is. Is it? I don't know. Well, because we don't know the answers to these questions, we gonna move on. Cause yeah, I really, what I games got really, you, food? <laughs> I really, like I said, Star Wars Outlaws was okay. Payday Three looked interesting. Um, I'm not a real big. Well, Hogwarts Legacy did get me, but you know I'm not really a big fantasy. Game mm-hmm. so like the games that you brought up like Fable, Fable, Avowed, they did look good, but you know that's not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's not yeah. my cup of tea. But I we do have to talk about this Mortal Kombat one gameplay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, tag Ooh. team <laughs> X rays. The they cameo fighters actually. Because my big thing was how significant the cameo fighters were going to be in the gameplay. They look pretty significant to me. Um, the stages look more realistic. Um, they The fatalities are lovely. Katana's? When she had the fan and you turn the dude and she just chop him. <laughs> man but that was beautiful it. it gave me I'm excited for the band yeah. I am yeah yeah yes 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 the more Thank news the other news that came out with it is that so the Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 1 is behind and Scorpion and Sub-Zero are supposed to be brothers very mm-hmm. interesting take um, Melina and Katana are twins, and Melina has a disease that makes her get the the mouth structure that we're used to. And they mm-hmm. kept the and they keep they they kept that creepy ass voice. So I was like, okay. Hope uh, said look fire too. She will Katana ass on that gameplay because he made this universe. Y'all realize that, right? Like, I, I, I get that the NetherRealm yeah. Studios, you know, we got to make a good video game for the fans. But I'm like, in retrospect, wasn't Luke Kane the good guy? Wasn't he nice and honorable? But but you have to look at I what I like 
about like the changes and that what you're about to get into is that Liu Kang has now taken the role of Raiden. And if we if we remember anything about Raiden, everything he did was questionable. Yeah. AF. Yeah. So this is just him. <laughs> this, this is just him taking on that role and doing these questionable AF choices. Mm. And it's like, okay, this is and, what we do. <laughs> and I'm gonna be real. I, Luke Kane might be my main again. In eleven, it was Jay, and X it was Luke Kane. But his combo, that kick, that def- Luke Kane mm. looks. Luke Kane mm. looks nice. Can- I'm gonna have Kenshi to check out Kenshi good. too. I'm gonna have to check them out now. The one now, the gameplay I was a little bit disappointed in, and hopefully, this is just because whatever I was a little bit disappointed in Scorpion's gameplay just because because Scorpion is my main in 11. He wasn't my main in 10, he was my main in 11. And just looking at his gameplay in one, it's just like you're not really giving me what. I was expecting out of Scorpion. And I don't know if that's on purpose. Could have been who was playing him as well. Probably. Because because, Scorpion that they're using is a young Scorpion, right? Yeah. True. And so he might not have all the movesets and everything for it. That's true. The other point that they brought up is that they don't think this is the undead version, the Hellfire Scorpion. And I was like, okay. Y'all making good points. So I, I do wonder what his moveset is going to look like. But even then, like, the Kenshi we saw in Mortal Kombat X and the Kenshi, Kenshi? we saw in this gameplay trailer. Raw. Raw. Levels. Different. Raw. <laughs> levels. So I I don't, I think it might have been just the person who was playing as Scorpion. But it, mm-hmm. y'all got to give me some more than what y'all just showed me. All he right. don't even say get over, get over here. here. That made me mad. He told some come. He told some come, come here. here. What? <laughs> Y'all didn't see and hear him say come here. He don't say get over here. Come here. Stop. Don't touch come me here. There. These are my no no squares. That's what I'm gonna tell. That's what I'm gonna tell him. Like what? come here. Oh, that's creepy. Oh Ugh. man. Other announcements that I've been seeing from Ed Boone is that he said there is no crypt in the game. You're going to yeah. have a different way of doing the unlockables. Um, the combat kids, um, which contain Cassie Cage, Jackie Bridge, Briggs, Kung Lao, and Takeda, don't exist yet, which is weird because Takeda is a DLC. But I guess in the story, they don't mm-hmm. exist yet. They're not born yet. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, Rumored cameo fighters, at least from what we saw in the gameplay trailer, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Kung Lao, Sonya Blade, Kano, Jax, Goro, and they're bringing back Striker. Okay. And then main roster, I think we've already listed this out before, but just as a reminder, main roster is Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Liu Kang, Raiden, Kung Lao, Kitana, Melina, Kenshi, and jo- Johnny Cage, and then Shang Tsung. Currently, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, currently. I uh, guess I guess the burning question will be what characters will we like to see? Because they know we we know they're gonna do DLC characters. I think sure. Jade. I think Jade 
is in the game. I just don't know if she's playable. Because I saw a video of like, so the way they're doing the character selection screen is similar to how they've done Injustice. More, most recently in Justice 2. That when you pick their characters, they do this big boom animation where like their arms are locking and they say a couple phrases. And there was one with Liu Kang and Katana and Liu Kang was like, hey, you really need to listen to the stuff that Countess uh, Jade is telling you. And Katana, Katana wasn't trying to hear all that. But I was like, okay, is Countess Jade referring to JJ? And is she just in the story for SNGs, or is she going to be on the main roster? I hope they bring my baby Jade to this game, because Jade showed out in Mortal Kombat 11. And I remember off camera, we said Sadell would probably be a good pick since um, Kitana and their world is still here now. Think Sadell be great in Outworld. Yeah. I don't know if they bring in Aaron Black. They kind of did him a little dirty in the last game in comparison to X. Earth Realm. I don't. I don't know which. Yeah, I don't know. I because there's so many characters, and it's just going back to the point that this is a reboot. This is the new era. It is possible that we might not get everybody in one. Mm-hmm. just based on the story that they're trying to tell because there is something coming up, a tournament or whatever, where Luke Kane is gathering his champions. And it could be possible that this set of champions that he's choosing for this storyline may not yeah. be everybody. Or right. at least our favorites. They got to bring put Reptile in there. Reptile's a classic. Ain't he almost in every game? I don't think he was in 10. Reptile wasn't in 10. Was He's not like he most of 10, them, though. Like, in terms of... I think he. I think he's in... He was was in he one, even he was in 11? He was definitely in 10 I know or he's in 9. He was yeah, in 11. He was in 9. It might have been... It might be 11, because I don't remember seeing him on the roster on 10. Ermac, Ermac is on 10. They could bring back yeah. Goro. They... Well, they got Goro well, they as a cameo be, fighter. Could be, what about Shigoro then? Um, I didn't see anything about that. Shiva, Shigoro, are you talking oh, about Shiva? DLC character. Shiva. Shigoro. He it's said Shigoro. <laughs> the dude with the <laughs> messed up teeth and the spikes coming out his arms. Baraka. Baraka. You could put Baraka, Baraka. in there. He was... I think he it just depends. by um Saint Shun, wasn't it? No, that was a race in Outworld, I thought. Melina, Melina. Melina yeah. was made by Shang Tsung. Because mm. he combined the DNA of the Tarkatis, yeah. which is what Baraka is, with Katana's DNA. And that's how they ended up making Melina. Okay. But I, I really I think it really just depends on what the story is, on who we're actually gonna get. In this first installment, yeah, or yeah. in this reboot, playing the story mode will probably give us a lot of the answers of what's going to be included in this game. That and when you brought up about what characters are left, I did see something that in the coming weeks they're about mm-hmm. to start putting out character trailers for everybody who's supposed to be on the roster for MK1. So I'm hoping that yeah. we may get some people that we didn't yeah. see in the gameplay coming out with these yeah. these trailer releases. But 
what I wanted to ask you, Ralph, What's is up? do you think they're going to turn behind into news? Yep. So you... <laughs> I already knew it. You don't think I knew it. The story of news I knew it. New news? I knew it. Now, <clears throat> they might. So, I will agree with both of y'all. Except it all depends on what route they want to go down. They can either turn behind into new and bring in somebody else to kind of pick up as, as, um, Jesus, why am I? Or the second I they bring up the part? second Sub Zero, is he gonna be in this yeah. new era? So it's it's all questionable. Now that the world has restarted, you know anything is possible. Pretty much anything anything that we can imagine is pretty much possible. Mm-hmm. They could have it to where instead of behind having it, Scorpion turns something in similar to that. I think they gotta they gotta at some point just like. Me wanting to see Behind turn into Noob, they have to give me hell yeah. for Scorpion. And some point in this storyline, I gotta but, get Hellfire Scorpion. And I feel like that's just gonna be down the line. But it's interesting what they might do yeah. with the Lin Kuei in general, because if Scorpion is the brother of Sub Zero, so is he a Lin Kuei or is he a Shira Right You? Yeah, he got so he got it on he his. Be a he has the Lin Kuei. So uh, if he's Lin Kuei, I also want to know about the other Lin Kuei assassins. Like, what about Smoke? Are Sector and Cyrax are they gonna are they gonna be robots this time Cyrax, around? Are they gonna be in their yeah. original bodies? Smoke was cold. Smoke was cold. Smoke was, Smoke cold. was cold. Smoke was cold. Look, I guess it just I guess it just depends on how. Liu Kang reimagined the Lin Kuei. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Scorpion, a lot of the answers will only come once we play the game. True. Because if Scorpion is now Lin Kuei, that goes back to Ralph's thing, is the she ra thing. That do matter. Because the she ra you also had their own fighting style, but the Lin Kuei used a lot of different jutsus and everything, like with the smoke, the ice, and everything, which could allude to why Scorpion could be good with mm-hmm. fire because they all have their different jutsus and abilities and stuff, which would be cool. I, I, right. I, I want to see what other Link Quay assassins they bring before I determine how new Cybot could come about. Because I don't know. I just know he's going to be in the game. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be in it, one. If he's know. not there and Smoke is there, I I if he's I know not there and Smoke I know is there and probably Cyrex or Sector reimagined, I wouldn't be upset. Even if he's not a main character in the game, it would bring just, him as a cameo character. Give, it me, would, a, give me him it would, as a cameo. It would just depend on how the mm. villains are reimagined too, because part of Noob's makeup. Yep. Is Quan Chi? We haven't heard anything about him either. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just know that the the gameplay is fired. There's still a lot of questions, but the gameplay that's, is fired. That's why I don't even want to touch the beta. Like uh, beta look cool. I was telling Foop this off camera. I don't even want to touch it. I want the full experience of the game drop. That's when I'm gonna play it. That's when I'm gonna figure out what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to play the beta 
I hope they make the beta as small as possible. Yeah. That even with playing this beta, we still don't have, we can make assumptions, mm-hmm. but we don't have definite answers. Right. About mm-hmm. how this story is going to go. It look good, though. It I'll look be ready good. For the it look good. Me too. <laughs> I already pre-ordered. My pre-order list long on Amazon right now, y'all. It's already. It's already. I I just pre-ordered oh, Spider Man Two yesterday. Now. It's I like it's do up. That now. Hold on. It's, <laughs> Let me break them. It's up. <laughs> I got a pre-order. In the middle of the episode. That's so crazy. But that's wild. To touch a little bit on Spider Man Two, and then we can move on to our last topic. Um. So the fact that they said that Venom won't be Eddie Brock is opening the door that they are coming up with a new origin story for how Venom is going to manifest in Spider-Man. How do you guys feel about that? Based on what we've already seen from the past two Spider-Man games. I'm... You go first. I feel like Venom is still going to be... I feel like Venom is still going to be lab created except the attachment to one person for him getting his powers is not going to be you know the 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 height of what he can do he can probably just control himself to make this form of venom of what we know now kind of thing well he doesn't make himself he has to have a host his host no that's on you're saying that they might change it to where he doesn't yeah. need one? Yeah. I'm not as I'm not too attached to the character Eddie Brock as I am just to the idea of a symbiote coming over and going wild. So as long as they keep the story mm-hmm. interesting, like prior to me playing the games, I didn't really know much of who Miles Morales is. Remember, I took forever to even watch the first movie. So all of this as someone who's not too attached to any of the lore, as long as y'all make it look good and sound good, I'm going to enjoy Spider-Man too. I'm interested to okay. see who they choose because you got Venom coming, you have this Craven the Hunter story on the side, we're also getting Lizard mm-hmm. and it's like Venom is alongside like Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and the rest of them, Venom is a formidable foe Mm -hmm. for Spider-Man. So for them to step away from the lore and to create this new story, I'm interested to see on how that gets developed. Like, at what point does Peter get it? And if it's going to attach to somebody else, who's going to be that person they pick out the Mm -hmm. universe that's like, oh, this is Venom. We mesh. We gonna work together. Once I'm assuming that Peter's gonna get rid of it or at some Peter point. Peter the permanent venom. Miles gonna beat it out of him. That's what that is. They gonna hey. I'm that was that was interesting. Coming out of Summer Games Fest, learning that it wasn't gonna be Eddie Brock was interesting to me. Not saying that the story is gonna be garbage, but I'm excited to see mm-hmm. how they make that work. It's going to yeah. be a good time. <laughs> hey, these the games coming out this year is, hey, I'm telling you, Tekken 8 just uh, need to be like, uh, hey, we dropping in November. Uh, honestly, so, I slick don't come know drop because of how many games coming out. Like, I got to go through my pre-order list. No, 
They need. They need to come on. They need to come on. They need to come on. I feel you, but for me, for me, Final Fantasy dropping this Friday, like next Friday, Assassin's Creed is in October. Spider Man Two is when October as well. Gonna <coughs> come back September. November would be a good spot, but uh... I apologize to your wallet. But I don't care Oh, yeah. The first one is, I believe, on sale in your store. You said it was Cordo. Yeah. And... It wasn't my cup of tea, I but I'll it, listen bro. to you talk about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't... Like, if you get back into your streaming and be like, hey, I'm streaming Alan Wake, I'll sit there with you, and we can... We can, I... we can watch it together, but me? When, when do it sitting there again? playing it? <laughs> <laughs> While you playing um, it, I'll October. probably be playing like Mortal Kombat or something. I'll if put you I'm on my correct. phone. I'll have you to the side, and I'll be playing. I got you. Yeah. I got you on this on screen, screen right here, Ralph. I got you. That's two <laughs> views, though, for your Twitch. Twitch affiliate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of you. Oh, man. We'll talk about Twitch. Yeah. Twitch already got complications. But anyway, next topic. So our last topic is... So Tyler Perry has purchased BT and has now assumed control over the BT Media Group, which includes other networks such as VH1. Um, he already owned what I got in my research is that he already owned a twenty five percent stake in BT, but with this purchase, now that mm-hmm. stake has grown. Yeah. So. We've already seen the fall of BET, and now with Tyler Perry owning the network, some the hot takes that I want to touch are: what does that mean for BET going forward? What um are we expecting from Tyler Perry now that he has assumed control? And what does that mean for Black actors, actresses, writers, producers, so, etc.? Overall, Black actors. And folks in the entertainment industry are going to win. Tyler Perry is really good about putting people on. I am interested to see what's going to happen to Tyler Perry Studios. Or is that going to be merged with the current BET like assets and their studios? But it's a win for black folks yeah. in the industry. It's definitely a win for them. As a consumer, though, who's not really into a lot of Tyler Perry's products... I don't know if it's a win for me unless he really, like, steps outside of the norm or hires other creative um voices to, like, help him in discovering new stuff. Like, BET was really involved in hip-hop culture and stuff, for example. Like, with 106 A Park and everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they tackled a lot of movies that didn't really fall into, like, Tyler Perry's soap opera-ish genre of films and, like, romance and dramas. Is he going to bring in some action? Is he going to bring in comedies that approach comedy in a different way from how he does it? I'm interested to see what he does because I I wanted Diddy to own it personally, personally, because I like what Diddy do. What about you, Ralph? Yeah, 
Um, I mean, let's start off by saying congratulations mm. to Tyler Perry by owning being the first African American to own two major television networks. What else to that? However, if to to be devil's advocate to Ryan's perspective, what if he continued to try to control it all himself? Yep, that was going to be one of my things. Because he, based on what previous actors that have worked with him have said, he is very strict. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really listen to outside help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that thing with he him and really Monique. listen to actors. Yeah. Like, it's it's all, all, everything is pretty much out there as far as pointing to negative reasons as to why this cannot, this can turn True. out into a bad thing. But it it all depends on you know if he if he hires the right people around him if he does hire anybody to be around him to give him like word or be like a listening ear to what's trending you know what people want to see what people want to watch what they want to listen to and things like that so this is all it could be it could be good or bad only thing I guess a positive would be more Medea reruns on like special occasions. Is that a positive? No, I, I can see That's that. A negative. Is that a positive? A I would say for for his plays, I liked his plays. The movies, I was I was like, eh. If he, I feel you. I like the plays more than I do some of the movies. Yeah. I I have to agree with Ralph. Um. Shout out to Tyler Perry, but I've had heard like some negative things surrounding like how he works within himself. And then I looked up some of his projects and he's like, he's a writer, producer, director, creator on several of his, of his projects. Like I saw a screenshot from one of his shows. It was created, written, produced, and directed by Tyler Perry. I didn't know that. I did see that on Twitter. <laughs> and so I, with Ralph saying, with him owning BT, there is a legacy that comes with that. There are expectations that come with that, mm-hmm. that you just can't be, oh, I'm Tyler Perry and I own BT and all of my shows and all of my movies are gone. There's a certain level of expectation. I am, I hope, that Tyler sees this as an opportunity to bring in aspiring actors and actresses and writers and producers and people who exist mm. in that filmmaking arena to actually shine through this network. But because of his previous track record, I don't know. But I, I think he has to. I think he has to step outside of himself and allow this network to return to its former glory. Even from the, I'm concerned of it from a music aspect, which is something that you touched on, Ron, because BET is just not movies and TV shows. There's a music expectation that comes with that as well. One on Six in Part, Rap City, BET and Jams. And BET owns the Breakfast like, Club now, which is really involved in the culture. You, right. But I've there's mixed reviews on the Breakfast Club as well. Mm-hmm. But like, Ron, like to agree with Ron, I was kind of hoping that Diddy might have got it just because of that music aspect that he probably would have brought back to BT. I think that Tyler Perry needs a couple more people with him 
to fully execute his purchase. I don't I don't think it yeah. could just be him. I'm already expecting him to throw all of his shows, all of the Medea movies. I would be surprised if he puts the plays on there. I'm already expecting him to take all his content and throw it on BET. I'm and ex- that's what I don't want, because that's not going to make me tune in. I I don't want black entertainment television, like let's say the whole name, black entertainment television, to become Tyler Perry television. I don't want that. If you was going to buy BET and make it into something, of or or rather or if your actual choice was to make it into you say that announce that so we can all have our expectations preset because diddy with revolt tv and all the stuff he got going on over there that's why i'm supporting him i mean and then like even my other thing with diddy like revolt tv is a good big point but even looking at like young miami's podcast like her being an upcoming artist like at diving into the culture like all of the interviews she's had with these upcoming artists and stuff like that that would if putting that on BT or even allowing more people who have podcasts like that or younger artists or younger black content creators and influencers to make a space on BT that's what I'm saying that that's that all is under too. the revolt umbrella that's what Diddy's doing all with revolt so many um platforms already under the revolt platform that's why I would have preferred he got it. I don't know if it was just a rumor, yeah. but I was like, he already has that mindset and that business acumen where he can prove mm-hmm. I'm used to putting other people on in their own way. I'm not putting them on under me, putting them on and they're able to expand and grow and develop their own platforms. I, I after y'all told me these news about Tyler Perry, I don't know if he'll do that with BET. And, and that's why I'm saying he needs that. I'm not mad that he has the network. I just yeah. think mm-hmm. he needs more people to push um, whatever vision he has going forward. Or hopefully somebody opens him up to like, hey, there's an expectation. There's a legacy mm-hmm. behind BET. You have, there are expectations with you, a black man, owning the black entertainment yeah. television network. And what do, what does that mean for music culture? What does that mean for yeah. the shows that we get? What does that mean for like award shows? What True. does that mean for the BET awards? Like what? There's a lot that comes. He's gonna be trying to host the BET it. awards. And <laughs> he gonna be like, oh, welcome to my BET award. Please, he he gonna have a he Bro, gonna have Madea hosting great. the BET awards. If, if he do that for the first BET award, <laughs> I never turn him in again. I'm sorry, bro. I will never, I will never <laughs> tune in again. Whoa, that's going to be. <laughs> he going to have Madea Austin BET Awards. <clears throat> but oh, I think he boy. just, he needs to step outside of himself. Mm-hmm. Now that he owns a network. Like, yeah, sure. You know, put your Tyler Perry Studios stuff in it. You know, do what you can to, you know keep pushing yourself up but i hope that he turns a cheek and sees this as an opportunity to really build this network up and to build the community and with vh1 yeah bring back them reality love shows we used to like real chance of love i love new york rock of love flavor love those used to go hard (laughs) those used to go hard i'm sorry i feel you it's just 
They did. I. It really mm-hmm. just depends on his vision of where he yeah. sees this yeah. network going. Now it really depends on. So all the people that he was in compete, he was competing against to win it. They're still holding stock in B B E T. So they still have some say. It yeah. might not be as big, but it's something. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. I'm, I hope he listens. Like, Ralph touched on this before. Like, people would, you know, give him some advice, and he didn't really want to take it. I hope that he changes that. Like, the people who mm-hmm. still have stake in BET can offer up, you know, hey, maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. And he'll be like, oh, okay. That's cool. Right. Let's do that. Take yourself off that pedestal. <laughs> So, I don't know. That I, I didn't. I don't have anything else to add to it. I, I just hope he treats them fairly. Treat all the actors that come in there fairly. Get them some better wigs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Hey, he got the money now. He got network he money, got now. The money get now. Get, now, get but them some. Jesus. Get them some better wigs. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, let's, and, let's get some, and let's get some shows that's not sitting that's, around black trauma. That's let's, ooh, let's do ooh, that. Ooh, don't make me go into that conversation. Bro, black people are more than just trauma, <laughs> trauma, trauma. My parent wasn't here. We are way more than that. We are. We, the, or the rich auntie, auntie, quote unquote. Like, we, <laughs> we so much more than that. We We can be fantasy. We can be. Comedy that ain't always race comedy. We can be in action. We can be James Bond too. Or no, no, we can be another spy that with a new name. We can be so much more than just that. And I, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I'm interested to see what co- happens after this point. Is he going to make moves that are actually going to get people back into watching BT? We'll see. Time will only tell. Wasn't like yeah, BET and BET we'll Plus. Was tell. that merged with Paramount or is it separate? How did that go again? It's separate. It does have something to do with Paramount, but it's separate. Yeah. And what I saw um, was that some of the income for BET was okay. coming from BET Plus. Mm. So they... I, at least they have enough subscribers to keep the lights on, but we'll see what comes mm. after this point. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But that was all of the topics that we had for you guys today. So let's go ahead and shut this down. Once again, Ryan and Ralph, I want to thank you guys for joining me on an episode of the Blurred Mop Podcast. It's always great having you guys here for good conversation, good laughs. Um, I want to thank everybody who's been watching and listening. Whether this is your first time or 50th time listening, I want to say thank you. Um, The watches and listens are always appreciated. And now I'm going to pass it out to Ralph to lead us out. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Make sure you guys check out our donation link. It helps us with the equipment, software, and you can even possibly get us an Apple Vision Pro. However, Woo! Don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> but in other words, 
please check out our affiliate links, write stuff, anime, get yourself some manga, some Funko Pops, some movies, etc. And you can also check out Entertainment Earth. Sometimes they have some exclusive Funko Pops that write stuff anime might not have at the time. Who never knows? And also make sure you check out our socials. Make sure you check out our Instagram at the Blur Mob Pod. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and TikTok at the Blur Mob Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Blur Mob. And with that being said, we out. Peace. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand 10 toes down. Shot ain't no looking at. Hey, no looking, man. You can let them haters hate when they answer where I'm smiling. I just tell them.